0: You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to the biggest episode, most historic moment in Flyby history, episode 50.
1: That's right, Maddie, Episode 5-0, mate. It is. uh, Well, first of all, let me introduce... The man sitting across from me, the uh, 300 game superstar of the AIHL North Stars, the only player to turn his back on the team, and only to be to then be lead the team to two good old cups after turning his back. Who would have ever thunk it? Uh, national team player, superstar that he is, Matthew Lindsay.
0: Thank you, David. Uh, 249 games, actually, not 300. Uh, might get there eventually. I but... Exhibition, my apologies. Uh, right, Wilson Cup, yeah, playoffs, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's sitting across from me, the one and only, great facial hair, gets a haircut every week, the man who has scored one AIHL goal, maybe the only one that has the record of scoring one and only goal of their career over a 10 year span, the man himself, David Ferrari. That's right,
1: mate. And uh, look, they don't ask how many, they ask how. And that forced the game to overtime, which got us a valuable point, which put us in the playoffs to allow us to win the good old cup. That
0: year, it mate. did. You may actually hold the record too for uh, scoring a goal and then missing the rest of the game with a concussion.
1: That's right, mate. Doing it all at both ends of the ice.
0: <laughs> but, mate, episode 50, it's finally here. Finally it crept here. up on us like everything else does. Mate, it is a big milestone. I still believe episode fifty-two is probably bigger because that's a year worth it's 52 of episodes. Weeks a year. Yeah. Now we are, have Eclipse fifty-two technically already because we did a few point fives with the man. Yeah, but we're not going to the count mystery, as, as f- Mystic full, Mac, fullbies, full flybies. No, exactly. Um, but fifty-two, we have a well. Hopefully, we have a really good interview for the listeners coming up, mate, with It'll someone one year to the day. Exactly, and well, someone well, mate, who we uh, some weeks off. is weeks off a huge contributor to the. The ice hockey scene yep. over a long, long period of time. Decades. Long mm. Decades, mate. Hold some records. Decades. Etched on the uh, the good old cup. All good things uh, coming up, I think, in the next couple of weeks, mate. But episode 5 0. One um, achievement for us. We have hit 8,000 listeners.
1: 8,000, mate. Can you per believe that? Per week. That, that's just, I mean, imagine how many I'm people kidding. that is. It's not per week. That would fill the Hunter Ice Skating Stadium about eight times over. It would. It would.
0: Holds about a yeah. 1,000, doesn't it, sitting and standing? Um, but, yeah, mate, what an achievement. We never would have thought we'd get to that. It's, and haven't we uh, had
1: some voices along the way? So, obviously, um, you know, everyone's favourite.
0: You can call me Mystic, Mac because I predict these things.
1: Mm. Uh, we've had a lot of well, – and also um, a lot of people over the weeks on the oh, banana, banana phone. Banana, yep. Um and probably, you know, the one person who really stepped in for me uh, when I was having some time off is... Yeah,
0: dad's always been my hero. Stephen right. So, right. you know, my hero.
1: a lot of people doing the heavy lifting, but none more than you and me, mate. We're the real... <laughs> exactly. Real deals. Exactly.
0: Um, look, we've put in most of the effort. Um, we've carried this podcast for... We well, I was missing for about four weeks, but you know we've, we've uh, put in some good time hopefully we've brought some entertainment to the the flybies the fans
1: yeah we get a lot of feedback so some people saying mate you guys are doing a great job and some people i can tell that it's been nice but yeah. i appreciate it anyway Exactly, uh, and other people. It does seem that it's genuine that uh, we just we help them get along on their run. Maybe they got a long commute. I know some people commute to Sydney, Canberra, mm. and then it's like you guys really break it up because I think wow, you're the vlogs, and you don't mind talking about it. So it makes them feel better, and that's exactly. what we're all about, mate.
0: That's right, mate. That's right, and we even have an email uh, that we're going to get to shortly here from one of our diehard fans, mate. Is so- it is it a
1: bit of um? Is it a
0: bit of some suggestions? A uh, bit of suggestions and, and some questions as well, yeah.
1: Here's what we would like.
0: Yeah, a bit one of those. Exactly, so we'll, we'll get to that shortly. But, mate, let's start with some memorable moments over the 49 episodes prior to this one. Um, let's talk about some flopped segments, eh, shall we? Oh, geez, we've had probably, well, none bigger.
1: Oh, and we actually deleted the intro because we just wanted to forget about this one. Did but we really? I believe it was... The voice.
0: This is the voice. I'll have to uh, put it back in, in uh, post-production.
1: And now this is the voice. What it was is we would play three clips. No, one clip
0: a week, three. No, maybe. it was three. It was three. And people had to <laughs> listen and try guess who was saying was what. The voice. Yeah.
1: And we, we used some uh, NHL coaches, managers, players. Mm. Um, we actually put a bit of work into it because we'd cut the clips. We had the intro. What should we use? What are people going to know? Yep. Um, and then, uh, oh,
0: <laughs> sorry, mate. Just ignore that.
1: We said, what are people going to know? Um, and then we put it out there just waiting for the, the feedback and, um.
0: Yeah, literally no one guessed the voices. Never, never came. No, it was a so, bit of a flop. So um, we scrapped
1: that one and never spoke about it again till now.
0: And, uh, another one that we only did once. And it got some good feedback, but only from one team specifically, and that was when we asked Matt Brown to come in and read a bit of a tale,
1: Ooh. the Gold Miner's Tale. Old Man Gembic was a hardworking man, just looking to make some extra bucks for yeah. his. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know, Matt, he's he's a bit elusive, um, hard to get a hold of. But so he's only ever done one. He did just do the one. It was very punny, but it was a, uh, it was a bit of a flop. If you ask me.
1: Sorry, did you say funny? Punny. Oh, I see what you did
0: there. Yeah, uh,
1: And then, of course, who can forget the... Me
0: back to the sweet songs. That was where, where we would, looked at some old NHL games dating back to We just take to a to stroll the... down memory lane. Yeah, exactly. Back to 2014, even when the NHL first started. Um, and yeah, zero, zero positive feedback around that oh one God. as well. So we've definitely tried a few different things here and there. Yeah. Um, you know, which I think we always have to try, keep uh, reinventing ourselves. And, and we've put in,
1: you know, we've taken feedback on board. Um yep. Particularly when it comes to... Stats. And, you know, I think everyone's favourite, one of the one of the most favourite segments these days is...
0: That's right, mate. Tommy Z, the stats man. We uh. Stats. I mean, if you look at our tenure as NSA, mate, it doesn't scream consistency. I think people know that. Yeah. Um. So you know, we we come and go with stats, man. Um. We do need to get him involved. I think more over this winter solstice season, um, because people the feedback has been they want to bring back their predictions. They love the stats. Yep. Um. And they want our guesses on who is going to take what victories each round. So we'll, we'll look, look mate, at uh, bringing back their prediction. We need a little uh tune, I think, for the predictions.
1: We do. We do. And I think you know going forward, because we're a little bit we're a little bit slow moving. You know, we're a bit we're a bit like Matt Lindsay on the ice. <laughs> uh, at times, we just, we take our time, we're calm, we're slow moving, we're calculated. Um,
0: you know I slow move on purpose, whereas you, yeah. I can see you're trying your hardest, moving those big pistons of yours, and it's yeah. just like you got cement in those skates.
1: Well, not on Wednesday, mate. Well, I was flying, but we'll get to that in a second. But uh, look, now we've hit 50, we do have to reassess a little bit. Mm. Um, and, you know, we, we're looking at bringing in a producer. We're looking at uh, doing some big things to just make the flyby, fly-by a little smoother. Well done. Um, but yeah, look, this is a milestone. We we consider it a bit of a birth. Well, the real birthday is when we get to fifty-two, like you said. Yeah. But um, yeah,
0: I do Good. think though we uh we teased this episode a little bit more than we probably should have, just knowing our our histories, mate. And obviously, we had some big plans. We're we're thinking of doing a live thing. We talked to Mick here at the rink. Um, you know, I've got a newborn. Yeah. You've, you've got about eight jobs on the on there the was go some, at the there moment. There's some licensing issues. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, people yeah. Aren't, aren't going to be shocked.
1: But I tell you, we do have a big show coming up, Matty. Because, we do. Uh, we've got all the favourite segments in there and a new one, not a segment, but a one-off, a 50th special mm. that I'll be talking about uh, or we'll be talking about. So We will. I mean, it's all happening, mate. It's going to be a great episode, but you're right. We've, we've got to stop over-promising and yep. under-delivering and now just under-promise and over-deliver. We're going to be the mailman, the delivery man. Love I'll it. be the mailman. You can be the other person.
0: Did you did you used to get the milkman deliver the milk when you were growing up?
1: No, mate. I'm not as old as I look.
0: Well, no, we, ha- we hadn't. You're older than me, mate, really? by a long shot, a couple of decades. No, um, I never had
1: the milkman. We'd just go buy our milk uh, from the store.
0: Isn't it crazy? You just used to leave the cash out the front door and Jeez. he he or she would take the cash, drop the milk. And be Maybe on their some way. Kids peeling around the Yeah, I know. It was a lot of trust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. You mentioned something. Oh, delivery mailman. That's right. Yep. Um, but mate, you've had a a bit of a shocking week, really, which oh, just adds to no. poor preparation year. leading into episode fifty here. Um yeah. We won't yeah. get into the whole year, but just last week, mate, you decided to venture out to the big wholesaler. Costco.
1: Costco, absolutely. Um, you know, we're not going to mention them too much in this podcast because we haven't got the sponsorship agreement in writing yet. Mm. So I'm not going to mention their name. But, mate, the big store that he's uh, propped up by our, none other than Joey T, who's just – he makes that place go, really. He's a straw that stirs a drink, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So uh, late oh, – sorry, early in the week, I went and picked up a friend from Sydney who had just had some surgery done, uh, a bit of a uh, – a procedure, um, which is very open ending, but it's uh, it's nothing mischievous at all. But mm,
0: uh, bit of an extension,
1: <laughs> well, a reduction.
0: <laughs> anyway, it was actually
1: a reduction of uh, of something, but not what you're thinking, Maddie. Get your mind out of the gutter. They had some surgery. Oh, my mind I, didn't even
0: go there, mate.
1: I went to pick this person up on Monday. Yep. Um, and did so, and uh, all went well. All good reports there on the surgery, uh, and that person was uh, great. Grateful, gracious, grateful that I did that mm-hmm. and wanted to uh, pay me back by filling my truck with petrol. Very nice of them. And also, especially uh, with the current
0: prices. Oh,
1: jeepers. Also, uh, buying me some dinner. To which I said, I got no problem with that. Mm. That's excellent. Mm. He said, Well, why don't we? He's a member of Costco. Yep. The, you know, the big store we're talking about. He said, Why don't I take you out to Costco because petrol's cheaper out there. And I've got my Costco card if you want to peel around and pick up some things um you're more than welcome and i said yeah i haven't been there i'd love to check it out so we ventured out to bularoo uh the newcastle costco and you know i was a bit lost he was directing me you take a right at the roundabout you go past bunnings and it's on your right hand side there so i was look oh there it is costco and then uh he's like just take a right here so i took a right there and as i was in that right turn i saw the sign saying no right turn which i pointed out to him oh no right turn he said oh is there
0: did you start the turn
1: Oh, yeah, I was half through. Oh right, through the okay. Yep. I, was, I was beyond the point of no return. Okay. okay. Which I said, oh, no right turn. And he said, where? No, I do it all the time. I said, oh, no right turn there. Anyway, it's coming in. Now I've got to figure out how to get into the petrol lane. Mm. And as I was doing that, Just I Just because you
0: do something all the time doesn't make it right. Exactly. And two rights, Matty. Two make wrongs, a, sorry. <laughs> don't make two it rights
1: right. don't make a right. But three lefts make a right. Yes. So, anyway, back, I was looking how I'm going to get into this fuel station when I noticed a police officer on his motorbike, his motorcycle. Uh, and then I just had that feeling of, oh, no, don't do not do it, mate. Don't do it. He flicked then, on
0: the lights. Whoop, whoop. He's oh, flicked on the no. lights.
1: No siren, just the lights. And he's come and followed me to which I've replied, oh. <laughs> uh, and I've pulled over into the car park. And as soon as he I said, it's because of the right turn, isn't it? Yeah, mate. Well, uh, I have to introduce myself as they do. Um, and look, I said, mate, it's my first time out here at the Costco. First time driving. I was getting poor directions, mm. which uh, my friend did. I'm admit.
0: surprised he didn't uh, say that that was fine after you just said, yep, giving poor directions.
1: Well, yeah, and
0: I said- it has got to be a valid excuse.
1: Apologies, but I, as I was through the turn, I then saw the sign. I'm looking at the Costco, every excuse under the sun, uh, which he took my license and he had to do some checks, so to speak, which I later found out was issuing the ticket. Uh, I pleaded for a warning, um, but I didn't get it, mate. I got a ticket, $272. Wow. I'm uh, not sure how many points, but- uh, so and so then, did he take
0: you on a very expensive dinner to make up for this oh, or what?
1: So well, first of all, I have got to say something. That I'm a bit sheepish of. I, I as I said, I pleaded for a warning. Yep. And uh, and I was mad at myself for committing the crime, mm. but now having to do the time, so to speak. And I said, <laughs> I said something a bit embarrassed of. But, uh I said. <laughs> I'm so curious. I said to him, he's standing in his helmet and sunny. So I'm talking to a robot.
0: Yep. Aviators.
1: No, uh, but okay. come on! If you're a police officer yeah, riding a motorcycle, agreed. can you? What you know? Can you wear anything oh,
0: but His pants are really riding up? They're a bit tight,
1: yeah. Um, which talks to your preseason. But anyway, uh, I said to him, and I looked, I stared right through the sunglasses, which should have been aviators. Mm. And I'm embarrassed to say it, mate, but I'll share. I said, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I said, I'm so disappointed in myself that you won't. Give me a warning.
0: Oh, you said this to the police officer? Yeah. I said, can you <laughs> I'm please? I'm not mad, I'm just I disappointed. Said, I would really
1: appreciate a warning and he said, oh, I'm not going to do that and I just stared as deep into him as I could and said, did the puppy eyes. and I'm so disappointed in that and it's, oh, look, I regret it. I regret it going there. But, did it change uh, the outcome? Nah, no nah, not <laughs> at <laughs> all. Um, and I did drive off thinking, oh, I really hope that resonates with him. Hell, oh, absolutely. He's it just did prob- to me as a child, but I got it from my parents. He's just probably telling his family and friends down at the pub. Uh, mate, you never guess what this guy said to me. Said he was disappointed in me. But anyway, mate, I've got the ticket. I've got my petrol filled up. I've got some cheap groceries, but I'm still in the hole. Yeah. Uh, and it's just one of those things, mate. Don't take directions. I can only blame myself. Absolutely mm, no blame mm. to uh, my friend, but... I uh, took that right turn. I need to pay more attention to my surroundings, and uh, I've learnt my lesson.
0: He's kind of got a, a deal out of that too now because he now knows that he shouldn't be taking that right turn.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he, he's learnt the easy way. Yeah, exactly.
0: The hard way. Yeah, um, I think to he me, he actually he's still... even admitted
1: to the policeman that he does that turn all the time. <laughs> and I was like, careful, mate. He might be. I think he still
0: now. owes you. I don't think you're square.
1: Well, I also said to the police officer. He said, "I can't give a warning." I said, "Mate, I said, so you're telling me you've never given a warning?" And he, I think I got him there because he's like, "No, I have." <laughs> and I said, "Well, mate, please, anyway, not to be mate, but I tell you what, Costco, what a what a store."
0: Yeah, I've never been. It's, does it look uh, like a Bunnings? Is it just big old um, yeah, open does, shelving? Yeah, it's
1: exactly yeah. a Bunnings, but for groceries, fridges. To, mate, they had a 100, 100 inch TV there, High Sense, same, same as the one in the office. Yeah. One hundred. I've never even seen a one hundred inch TV before. There, five grand.
0: That Wait. seems pretty hefty for a high sense.
1: Yeah, but one hundred. This inches. thing barely works. Size matters. <laughs> okay, so no, it doesn't. No, yeah, it doesn't. Not no, in... it's how you mount the TV that matters. Now, mate, <laughs> oh, that, that's my story. And then to make things worse, I had to go to practice that night, which again is on the list we're going to get to. Yep. Uh, as I was driving into practice. A rather large huntsman crawled up my windscreen, fortunately on the outside, but made me uh S a brick, so to speak, mm. and then just drifted off onto the door side, out of sight.
0: Was this uh external? External. Okay. Yeah, on the outside, if you're listening. But they can get in gaps, can't they? Well, he
1: went to the door, which is, they they, cri- they sneaked yeah. in the door, frames, seals, and now
0: I just, ugh. You haven't found him? No. Ooh, he's somewhere. He's making babies so, somewhere.
1: So now I'm going to take my car, maybe tonight even, to get a full clean. I'm going to spray the door jams with surface spray Mm -hmm. just to give me the peace of mind. I know it's not going to do anything.
0: It's probably already gone.
1: Yeah, gone into the car. (laughs) Uh, Every time I get in the car now, I flip down the sun flaps thinking, ugh.
0: Yep. Yep. But anyway, mate, let's,
1: uh, just while I've still had my hands on the wheel, mm. let's get to what we wanted to talk about. And that's Senior Ones practice. We had our second practice. We had a guest coach.
0: We did. Mate, tell us about that. We did. We had Costco's own Joey T come out um, to run practice. I was confused because I, I turned up late. As usual. Um, oh, I, sorry. We I, have a we have an announcement to make. Not usually.
1: We have an amount, announcement to make. Announcement. We've named the team vote. We've named the captains and assistant captains. So captain, of course, it's very obvious because mm. he's just led this team so well over the years. Uh, he was on the banana phone the other week. Gavin Thurston continues to wear the C, so captain he doesn't Dev. have to do any unstitching on his jersey. Yep. Uh, newcomer, Dzeku Oprea, mm. is also wearing the A. And the voted, yep. voted by his peers, even though he turned his back on the team in 2011, Yep. is Matt Lindsay Wearing the other A, the assistant, or acetant as the jacket in the office says, Captain.
0: Acetant. Mate, I know. yeah. Thank you, mate. It's a huge honour. Very surprising. Didn't uh, expect it at all. I, um, I was also surprised because I didn't vote for you. No, I didn't vote for myself <laughs> Apparently, you couldn't vote for yourself. No. But yeah, uh, huge honour, yeah, mate. not obviously, surprising. obviously, people in the room value my uh, opinion. Yeah. I'm a very opinionated person, as you would know.
1: And, um, and passionate, absolutely, and emotional.
0: Very passionate, uh, very animated. Yeah, um, but yeah, I guess now that's their way of, of making sure that I am committed. I turn up to every game, every practice. So very clever on the team's behalf, I think. Oh, uh, definitely. Um, I got a lot more composed under pressure.
1: That's just some what we're going to expect. Yeah, sure, from sure. The leader, Matt Lindsay. So that was great, mate. Yeah, but, so uh, get,
0: to, get to put the A on again. Uh, have done so in. Other North Stars team, so, you know, very exciting Natural stuff. Natural born leader. Mm. But, yeah, so we had Joey T come out to coach, which I thought he was actually turning up to play because we are short one player this year. Yep. You're allowed 15. Yeah. Um, I think we have 14 currently. So I saw him in there. I thought, oh, someone's convinced Joey to play because, you know, he, is, he would be a valued team member. He Absolutely. did score two goals in the Division One Summer League final against my team to seal the deal. So, obviously... Um, he would be an impactful player on our team. But he said, no, nah, not today. I'm just coming out to uh, shepherd the, the boys around and get a bit of fitness before my refereeing career kicks off this year. So,
1: and he was wearing the Joffa bucket, yeah, the, I, the ice cream bucket as we call it.
0: That was very strange. I don't even think it's a Joffa. I think it was just an actual ice cream bucket that he just put some. Yeah, Neapolitan. Uh, He'd finished yeah. off the Neapolitan. <laughs>
1: Uh, obviously saving the vanilla till last, last yep. and um, put that on his head. But no, it was good to see him out there.
0: Yeah, ran some flow drills, um, did some corrections to some of the the players that still need some improvements like yourself, like Mishy. Um, gave you some tips on how to receive a pass. What I like is he really used you as the example a lot, which he just did.
1: continues your career as uh, the coach's pet. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just another coach
1: you can put in that box. Um, Don't blame you,
0: Mr. Consistency, mate, but uh, – yeah, appreciated him coming out. So that was that was refreshing to have a, a coach out there um, leading the pack. But it was a good skate.
1: We also we, had someone else out there, mate.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, how could
1: I forget? <laughs> we had someone else out there. And when I walked in and saw him... Um, I, thought I, I thought
0: it thought, must have just been a layover from the, the practice before.
1: Yeah, I thought, if I got the right night. But, uh, mate, we had Benny Armstrong.
0: We did. in net. Junior Sonic Goalie. Div. And Division four, four. Captain. Captain.
1: And sometimes goalie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lifer here at the rink, which we love. Mm. And he was one of the goalies, mate. Travi Lang, our backup, was the other goalie. But mate, he my first time coming down on him, I thought, Oh, geez, what do I do here? Yep. But then I thought, no, nah, I got you know, you gotta you gotta show him who's boss, right? <laughs> you gotta put one in <laughs> Don't you not So get warm up Zip one by him. So I leant into one, mate, and it went about five feet wide of the net. <laughs> So that was just showing him what I'm capable of.
0: Oh, yeah. Just giving him a bit of a glimpse into how scary
1: your shot is. Next one hit him right in the bread basket. And then i missed the net again. And then I finally uh, put one past him in off the post, just where mummette keeps the cookies, so to speak.
0: Nice, mate. Feels good. But, yeah, what a a huge thing for Betty to do and step up into. Uh, We had Timmy missing, unfortunately. Um, Mr. Inconsistent. If you ask my Sonics teammate, he missed so many games that uh, summer season. But anyway. He's a new dad, mate. You know the feeling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, appreciate Benny coming out. Huge congratulations to him because he hung in there, did well. He did great. He did. Um, even in the three-on-three game at the end there, um, you know, I thought he was excellent. He was
1: excellent up until the last shot where he, I don't know if he put it in on himself or he just misplayed a bit oh, of a, right. a sitter. Oh,
0: that's right. It reminded me of uh, Mrazek for the Leafs um, during the Buffalo outdoor game. I don't know if you saw the second goal? No, sorry, it wasn't the Buffalo game. It was a game beforehand. Yeah. Uh, don't know who we're playing now. Yeah.
1: No, you're the only Leaf fan here, mate. So we'll
0: skim over. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Mrazek was uh, swiping at the puck, and it just kept crawling and and went right through him. So
1: he did a great job, Benny. So hats off to you, mate. And uh, it's still just a it just adds to that fairy tale story that is your hockey career, jumping in with the big boys, the That's big right. boys, exactly, um, and did well, mate. And we loved having you out there. And uh, apologies for um, missing the net and uh, giving, you know, you missing out on practice uh, stopping shots. Yeah, exactly.
0: Now we do have to mention the formal thing of episode 50 and that is a referees course. This, mate, it's, it's, it's tomorrow. It's Saturday. It's tomorrow. Yeah, literally the 19th. Um, Get on eSports. Please, please register. We need referees for the league to run. We need referees
1: and people, you need referees. Yeah, exactly. We need them, you need them.
0: Without them. There is no league. That's There that is no a, hockey. That
1: should be a bumper sticker.
0: Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we've had a bunch of the, the league sign up, even if they're not uh, too keen or motivated to referee. Um, just have the ticket. Just to, yeah, exactly. Have the ticket and just learn something different. Learn a different perspective about our great game. So you won't regret That's
1: one thing I can guarantee, Matty. I can give the flyby guarantee. You won't regret it.
0: Exactly. There's nothing wrong with learning more things. Learn something new every day. So that every is on... Day. Saturday, the nineteenth. Every damn day. Register through esports. Desk. We've sent out the link. Uh, it's fifty-five bucks. Please jump down there. I mean, do it. It's yeah, what's fifty-five bucks. Exactly. It's today. half a half a tank of fuel at this stage. Oh. So, oh. yeah. Hopefully, we get a bunch of people signed up and uh, makes Jack's life a little bit easier leading into the winter solstice season, uh, which is looking absolutely jammed, mate. Oh, mate. The regos it's, just
1: keep coming in. Yeah. And you actually said to me today, I think I'm going to have to cut off Red Joe's. I'm like, Matty, don't do it yet. Yep. Because we just like to massage everyone jamming mm, in. Mm. Like a bloody... you seen those trains over in China where they just... Sque- no, India, where they just squeeze yeah, the people the bullet in. trains, yep. Um, that's what we want to do.
0: Look, we've had a lot of people asking to play Division 3, uh, which is great, which is excellent. But, um, you know, we want to try cater to everyone and try not turn anyone away. So I think... There will be some movements within the Division 3, some going up to Div 2 uh, who have may have affiliated up there previously um, and some of those newer players um, heading down to Div 4 for just another season um, until uh, we can make some more room and, and affiliate up throughout the winter solstice.
1: That's right, wow. mate. And
0: can uh, I just point out, because <laughs> no one probably noticed that, but... You decided to turn your microphone down for a cough. So I could
1: clear, cough. clear my
0: throat. Yep. So you've turned your microphone down. You had to cough, as you do a thousand times every podcast. I don't think people appreciate that I have to listen to our voices back every Friday morning and edit that many coughs out. Can I just defend myself it's, quickly? No, because it's so frustrating. Yeah, And, and I, you have to go see an ENT. You have to fix whatever's to going the on with... An ear, nose, throat specialist, because there's something going oh, on with you. Okay, we're not all, we're
1: not all handrail specialists. Mate, all right? Your we nose is that big
0: that it doesn't surprise me that you've got some issues mate, going on there. It's been a
1: punching bag for years. <laughs> it's jammed up. But I need to say what that I uh, I have asthma. Yep. So you want to make fun of that, mate? I no, I don't. I have asthma even, medication. Where's your puffer? And the side effect is oh, I've got to clear my throat a lot. Some days more than others. Uh, mate, it frustrates me too. Good, because uh, it
0: really gives me the icks. Um, okay, that's good. But anyway, so you turned your microphone down. Yes. You had your little coughing fit. Yes. You put the wrong microphone back up. Yes. And then started to look at me in a panic going, well, no one can hear my voice. Well, What's you, going on? You adjusted What's the, the, the yeah, cord it was, too. Yeah, yeah, I was we trying went, to adjust the cord for you. But anyway. I thought it was the cord. You turned up the wrong volume. You've did, now fixed mate. it. And welcome back to the show.
1: That's right. Thank you. we got four channels on this. Um, you know, it's a big board. We've got all the, the buttons and I operate it, mate. So...
0: Which we do need, actually, for episode 52 if our roundtable ends up coming to fruition. We'll leave yes, it at
1: that. Yes, mate, we will. We'll leave it at that as a mm. bit of a teaser, mate. Mm. So what have we got next on the docket?
0: What we have next, David?
2: That's boring. <laughs> You're boring, everybody.
0: Yeah, mate. You're boring, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to shout out my lovely son, mate, Reuben.
1: Oh, the Reuben role.
0: Yeah, so we... Went out to a restaurant for the first time with Rue dog uh, We went to Goldfish up at the Hunter Valley. Oh,
1: isn't that that real expensive one? Yeah, but... Jeez, you've mate, done all right. Yeah, no, it's, it I know. I Goldfish, please.
0: Um, I've never eaten there in my life. <laughs> anyway, we just got a bowl of chips because that's all we could afford. <laughs> yeah, but okay. uh, no, we're up there, Hunter Valley, um, taking... Louie, uh labradoodle, to get his haircut. I know. Wait, I know. Did you he get gets the chop, did you fly the chopper out yeah, there? <laughs> exactly. He's got a great relationship with the groomer there. He loves her. Um doesn't fight the haircut, so we go there every 8 weeks. Um I know it's 8 times less than you go over that span to get your haircut, but <laughs> anyway, so we go up there, make a nice day out of it. Went to goldfish, brought Roo. And he was fantastic, mate. He was happy just to sit in the pram, big smiles. Happy as Larry. Happy as Larry, watching us eat our chips. Um, it was a lovely outing. So I just want to shout out my son. I know he's not listening. Oh, he will um, one day. He's he will one day. Back. Yeah, he'll look back You've on it.
1: You've got them all on a CD.
0: Exactly. Um, so we had a great day up at the Valley on... onions. yes. Yeah, it was last weekend.
1: Were you nervous? Were you nervous you were going to have that child start screaming and then you're that table that everyone's like, oh...
0: I, I was. Please. I was a little bit. But look, after having... A child, I now have a lot more empathy towards those parents mm. because when you don't have the the child, you're just like, Gosh, can't your How child is just it? yeah, calm down just a little just bit? Just tell him. Shh. But sometimes you, there's just no arguing or bargaining with them. It's just if they're going to scream, they're going to scream. That's it. That's, That's it. just the way it goes. So, anyway, he was excellent. That, I just wanted to shout that out, mate. But uh, well done, mate. Thank you.
1: Well done, Ruben. Great parenting, great choice of uh, restaurants. Mm. I only had one day. I can get to that level.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I might take you next time mate. Oh. Yeah, little outing. A little, uh, Thank a little you. yeah, why not? You get to see see what the Hunter Valley can bring. Maybe get a bottle of wine cuz I oh, oh, speaking of. Yes, you yeah, have a problem. I do have a problem. I hit 12 months sober.
1: Oh, you hit 12 months sober. So now yeah, you not,
0: think I, you I think, should preface it. No. I, no. You, no I,
1: you think okay, I've got a problem. I, d- I need to address it. So, you stop drinking alcohol, not a drop, Matty, not a drop nope. for 12 months mm. um, since the intervention. Everyone is happy, <laughs> everyone's doing well. So, mate, how do you celebrate 12 months sober?
0: I celebrate it with having a beer.
1: Of course. Yeah. Of course.
0: Now, I should, s- the reason I did it was we were trying for Ruben. I know Matty can't drink during pregnancy. I thought, you know what, I'll join you. Why not?
1: Solidarity. One in all in
0: exactly so i stopped drinking it was march 14th the march 13th was actually the last day i had a drink
1: was that when you got s-faced um, yeah it um, lined up pretty well at a bucks yeah, party but yeah, okay.
0: um yeah so the 14th of march 2021 i'd stopped went all the way through to march 14th 2022 and i thought good for me ruben's here maddie's well i mean she's still not not drinking really um I'm well, not drinking. I don't know why I said really. I'm um, still getting on the gear. But yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. We shouldn't be kidding about this <laughs> no, sort of stuff because people, you know, people Mate, are battling addiction. What, what was your choice? Addiction.
1: What was your choice? What did you have to drink for uh, the one year?
0: It was a beer that I was unfamiliar with. It was a hoppy I didn't actually mm. like it. Yeah, it was chocolate uh, oh. flavored. I don't know why I did yeah, that. Yeah, very honest. interesting choice. Yeah, not surprising coming from you.
1: Now, did you have? Did you finish the beer? Was it just one beer?
0: It was just one, but I did feel it. I will tell you what.
1: Did you were you tipsy?
0: Yeah, it felt. I don't. Think, don't think I was tipsy, but it definitely felt like if I had another sip, I probably would have been too drunk to drive, mate. I was. You I've would have been getting
1: a new bit of Fanny, Finnegans.
0: Yep, Fanny's, Whatever you yep. call it, argyle. Argyle. Yep. And uh, Um,
1: cut and rug on the D floor like you've been known to do.
0: Exactly. But anyway, I thought the congratulations button would be a plan for me hitting that that, uh, milestone, mate. Lindsay,
1: One year sober, now he's back sliding into alcoholism.
0: (laughs) That's right. Just in time for the summer, uh, the winter, sorry, season (laughs) one. Season one. Jesus. Season eight. Just in time for the senior one season, mate, where we get to in, enjoy a couple of bevvies after a victory.
1: That's right. That's right, mate. But uh, No, well done on the one year. That that was impressive. I honestly didn't think you'd do it. When I, when I heard and saw what you were doing, I thought, oh, geez, this will last a month.
0: <laughs> but it lasted 12, mate. It well did. done. I stuck to something for a year. You did. Never happened in my life. I know.
1: And you didn't turn your back on it, which is what I really like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right. What Shall do you got we... next for us, mate? Should we uh, disclose the mystery player from episode 49?
1: I think we should. That was uh, the segment that we like to call...
0: First up, Gav shot us a message after last week. We, we've we actually done pretty well over the last couple of weeks and not have anyone complain that they've been missed.
1: Well, either that or they've just given up. Given up, yeah,
0: that's true. But Gav... Is kind of new to the podcast, I believe. He's He's gone back to week one, though, so he's got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he said, mate, I had Jackson Rickford. You guys skipped me. Here's the evidence, and it, he did tell us before last week. So we have to apologize to our mate, Gav Thurston. That's bad. Yep. Sorry, mate. But he guessed it as well, wanted to to make sure. He had that in there, so now he's half a point up on Charmaine in their battle.
3: Yep.
1: Um. Good to see those pair have stopped colluding too. And I've got to say, Matty, before we get into this week's, um, you know, the McCormicks, they yep. they heard the colluding talk that went on between Charmaine and Gavin. And uh, they've actually said they've given in separate separate guesses. Brendan didn't guess last week so he didn't want to be seen as colluding. But the way I see it, if you're under the one roof, collude, collude away. Yeah, I agree. But if, um, you know, last I checked, Charmaine and Gavin didn't share the roof. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had to come down on them hard about the colluding. That's right, exactly. Uh, McCormick's, I think you're safe. You've always been fantastic at this game. Uh, Keep it up.
0: Now, speaking of Husey, she's guessed it right this week, mate. Charmaine. Yeah, because our mystery player was none other than the surfer, the chippy, the business owner. The Team Australia player. Team Australia player and the East Coast Super League captain.
1: Capitan. Josh Hansen. That's him, mate. Now, who got it right?
0: Charmaine Hughes. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. And
1: that was it. That was it. I oh, know. So we have... we have, well, Let's get that down because that was for you, Charmaine. But now, this unfortunately is for BMAC, Brennan McCormick, guessing Tristan Rutherford. BMAC and Sheemac. And Sheemac, Sherry McCormick, also guessing, colluding, which is okay, uh, to Tristan Rutherford. I'll give you another...
0: Yes, unfortunately. Love love them uh, having a shot, though. Um, but if you ask Tristan, I don't think he's ever played for Team Australia. He started his career a bit later in life when he got introduced to the rink. Um, he's yeah. had some unfortunate injuries through his past uh, career, but he's he are, is and has been a captain for a long time of the senior team, um, but not the East Coast team. Not the ECS. I don't know if he did. Did he play East Coast? He may have. He would have. He probably did in the early days, but... No, it wasn't Tristan Rutherford this week? It was Josh Hansen. and well done to Charmaine Hughes. Shall we move into episode five zeros? History player fifty.
1: Why don't you give us a rundown for this week's episode fifties?
0: This person, a goalie, a player, both, a person. An off-ice official. Ooh. And a bit of an alphabet. Okay, alphabet, yeah. They love to create memories.
1: Okay, creating memories. Mm -hmm. Memories last a lifetime, okay.
0: We often see them around the rink, not usually in the rink, I don't think, but around the rink with no shoes on.
1: Oh, okay, I'm picturing two people in the ring with no shoes. Okay,
0: I haven't seen yeah. it on the ice though. Oh, I think I think I know.
1: Yeah, no, I, know. I wouldn't want to do it on the ice. No, no. I think I know it.
0: And look, mate, the last clue for this week—they are a bit of a mystery person. If you think about, oh, yeah, yeah, their person behind the lens, you, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Going to the person, and they're a bit of an enigma.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, mate, that's a good one.
0: And that is this week's. <sighs> Joe, mate. Thank you. We don't have any Pride Tape sightings this week because we've decided <laughs> from episode 50 onwards, we're having a break from it for the moment. Yep. It's in the off-season. Um, not a lot of hockey going on outside of practice, so we're not here as much, now we still, which is a bit of a blessing, really. We need, we need a break too, don't we?
1: We are. Everyone does. But, mate, we're now, we still sell the tape. We still support the cause. We of still course. fly the flag. But uh, as for the sightings and this sound... <laughs> It's just taken a bit of a hiatus, but it will be back.
0: Yep, absolutely. So that then leads us into the next segment, mate—the one that the fans love to tune into because they get to hear a voice other than ours, and it is that yellow, elongated thing called the banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone.
1: So I just got to connect here, mate, because we're going to do my uh, my Bluey Bluetooth. I'm just going to hit connect. There it is. All right. While I'm calling them, let's just remind everyone that this is. Hello. Can you hear
2: me?
1: Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mel, uh, I'm hoping you have a few minutes for Matthew and I who's on the line here as we just uh, have got you on the banana phone for the NIHL Flyby, which if you haven't heard of, is the most popular Newca- you know, popular podcast in Newcastle hockey. Oh, uh,
2: Actually, I think I have heard of that. Um, yeah, I think it was on um, on Spotify actually. Oh, so really, really we, popular
0: platform. we made it yeah. to Spotify? That's unbelievable.
2: I believe time, so, right?
1: yeah. And speaking of hitting yeah. the big time um, – Mel, you are just uh, the the just an icon for hockey in Newcastle, particularly women's hockey. Um, and this year, just like last year, you are on the coaching staff of the Newcastle North Stars in the AIHL, uh, and you're also playing a bit of hockey this year. Where, what team can we find you on in that sense?
2: Uh, the Newcastle Women's.
1: Nice, making a return, yes. comeback.
2: Uh, not so much a comeback; it's more of a. I don't know how I come out, I guess. It's um because there's sort of a Swan big core cool group of people, yeah, that I want to play with that haven't played over the last few years and um yeah, basically I they're all they've all come back and so I'm yeah, just having that last hurrah with um all the friends and family that I love. So
0: Nice. Excellent. Now well, yeah. the reason I wanted to call you today was Number one, we have huge respect for you and what you've done in the hockey community, um, oh, not only you. your career, but also through your coaching career as well, just um, pathing the way for other women in the sport. But, mate, I, uh, I heard that you have decided to challenge us to a game of tennis. So even though we have a lot of respect for you, there will be zero respect on the, uh, the grass court, mate. The hard courts. Who who have you decide to pair up with? I wouldn't expect anything
2: else. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else, really. Let's, you know, and um, it's it's game on. Like, It's the same as you know, you know. Remember that time I actually um just beat you um I don't, in the I've finals. it finals.
0: I do, Mel. Be- oh, I remember that. okay, right. I remember yeah, that. same
2: thing there. I, I don't the actually like you on the ice.
0: <laughs> Mate, we've played we've played against each other for a long, long time. If I went back in history, I'm sure I've beaten you at some stage. Um, uh
2: Maybe just maybe just getting dressed in the change room, <laughs> like you just were first out. <laughs>
0: um, so, <laughs> who, who are you uh, deciding to pair up with? that um, you know you're going to have to carry, obviously, because I've heard no one is better at tennis than you. But no, no, to... that's
2: not actually true. I said I played tennis as a young youngin, um, and I love right. tennis. But then obviously hockey came in. So, but I did. I trained. I did play tennis. I played competitions and stuff. but I was very, very young then. So that's obviously like twenty years ago that I even played tennis. So, okay. um, I Talking I feel like as a natural down. sports. I, I feel, feel like as a natural sports person though, I might pick it up okay. But I could, could also be terrible as well. <laughs> so, but the person that. Um, this person actually reached out to me with interest, um, which helped me in regards to I'm like who plays tennis? Like mm. does anyone actually do that now? Um, so the person that I am teaming up with is Gavin Thurston.
0: Oh, oh okay, tan. Interesting. Yes.
2: Okay. And he has a tennis background as well because he's fun plays So I feel like he's more um, up to shape than I am.
0: Well I think if, I... His, if his forehand is anything like his on ice forehand, I think Dave and I are going to be fine.
1: Yeah, and look, <laughs> we've all we all have a connection to the game. I watched the Australian Open this year.
0: Oh, there's your connection. Good. Yeah.
1: So, we all know oh, it. We yeah. all know our way around a tennis court, but uh, I cannot wait. And apparently, <laughs> uh, none other than Anj Kolosovskis uh, has agreed to document the whole thing. Wow. Yes. Cool.
2: Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, I reached out to him and um, he... He, he can't wait he's excited he's like ak's like when's this happening and i'm like hopefully soon and then um yeah he's asking a couple of times so we've just got to fill him in with the details make sure he's clear i'm um, good to come but yeah he's he's going to be ready and rock and roll to, to watch us so all
0: right well i might have to look into the scheduling i'm assuming we're going to have to do this on a weekend uh, yeah
2: yeah most likely
0: yeah all right so i'll i'll have to book out the court cuz i know the Hillcrest, even though it's just buried in the little Mayfield community, it is pretty popular. So I'll okay, um, yep. I'll look a few weeks ahead, I think, and try to lock that in. But let's yeah, uh, no, let's get, get back to time give me time actually
1: to get my racket restrung. So that's oh, perfect.
0: perfect. <laughs> now, Mel, let's go all the way back to your start of your career because it actually started similar to mine in inline.
2: It did. Yeah. Wasn't In line it? Mine at Skateline.
0: Okay. It was well, Skateline. There you go. So how did yep. you get introduced to the game and what uh, drew you into it?
2: Um, it was actually Aaron Dodds. Dodds-y. Uh, he Yeah, Doddsy, Yeah. His um, family. Uh, they were all involved. Uh, him and his brothers were all involved and they knew that I liked rollerblading mm-hmm. um, because it was something I did every afternoon. I get home from school, throw the rollerblades on, up and down the street. Um, and they knew I loved it and they were like, Hey, um, his parents, um, his dad actually worked with my dad and yeah. they, and my mom was friends with his mom and they were like, um, yeah, you should totally bring her over and get her to have a go. And, So, yeah, I went over, I put on some gear. I believe I was wearing, like, two left shin pads um, to begin (laughs) with. Um, (laughs) I don't even think I had padded pants on. It was just, like, we just, like, well, back then as a young, and they kind of encourage you to wear that, but it was just, like, I had nothing on, really. And, um, yeah, I went out there, and it was just there. Like, couldn't wipe the smile off my face. It was the best thing ever. And, yeah, yeah, that's when I quit all my other activities and um, locked it in, and that's it. That's been my life.
0: There you go. Now I'm uh, I'm assuming you transferred to, to ice when the rink opened, similar to myself?
2: I did not. Oh. I did not straight away. No, I was oh. very diehard in mind that I was actually kind of grossed out by ice hockey because I was like, no, like this has been my life. Like I love in mine And it was still actually going. <laughs> it was still actually going yep, in the Sydney that. competition. Yeah, down at Skateworks and stuff like that. So, yep. And I was still playing for national teams and all, all that stuff. So I... Um, so I was still heavily like involved in that. And then um, it was actually when SkateLine shut down, they were, they hadn't reached out and basically said that they were closing.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so it was actually a couple of years after the rig opened that I, um, that I went over and um, yeah, so I went over and had to learn how to, to skate on ice blades and yeah. <laughs> not roller blades and then had to learn how to shoot because it is a different kind of feel. And um, yeah, it, and yeah, that's kind of, once it started there, there was no inline, so I thought it just became my passion.
0: Wow, okay. Didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Now, mate, you've achieved so much over your career. I'm sure a big bucket list item was to beat me in a grand final, which you ticked off only a few months ago, but, you know. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you've played for Australia. You've coached at high levels. You've pretty much done everything you can do as an Australian hockey player, but um, well, first off, what's kind of off the top of your head, what would be one of the best moments or memories for you? And then two, do you have anything else that you do want to achieve in the sport?
2: Um, so straight off the, straight off the bat, it would be uh, when Sirens won the championship 2017-2018 um, um, because it had been one of those leagues that we just, we always got to the grand final and we always came second. And, you know, when you get the, uh, the good old, um, nickname of silver sirens, um, that oh. tells you something. Okay. So yeah, so it tells you something. Um, and yeah, so finally after winning and it went into OT, um, like a long OT and then it went into a shootout, um, which yeah, we were successful. So we has got that, that game winner for us. But, um, yeah. Yeah, just, it was just the biggest relief um, that it was just like we were finally successful because we'd all put in, you know, it wasn't that we didn't work harder the other years or anything, but it was just like there was so much fire in this team that mm. it was just like, yeah, we, we really went for it and it just all, it all happened. So, um, yeah, there's actually a photo taken. Um, I was taken, about to mention um,
0: that, yep. Yeah, yeah, so
2: you can obviously, yeah, so you can see me down on my, on my knees with Kaylee holding me. So she was actually the previous captain. And, um, yeah, just like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it now. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but basically her holding me and she just looked at me and she said, finally, like, and that's when we just both had tears streaming down our face because it it was just such a weight lifted off the shoulders. Like it's, the curse was broken. So, (laughs) yeah, um, so that's probably one of my favorite, um, Obviously, there's, you know, when you're traveling with your teams and um, and seeing different countries, um, you know, going uh, at the last trip, the national team, we were able to uh, actually train with the Czech national team, Czech uh, women's national team. So getting all those wow. fantastic experiences, well, it I was really good because I actually scored a goal against their goalie and it was their top goalie, their number one goalie. And Not the coach was detail. like... That was good. I was like, Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I actually was like tough in myself yeah, because he was impressed that I was that I scored. So oh, yeah. um yeah, but like that was a huge experience because Australians, you know, we're not we're not anywhere near those levels. Like they play in the top divisions and um just to have that opportunity and they were so welcoming and it was yeah, it was lovely. So um just, you know, little bits and pieces and memories like that. Mm. Um definitely yeah, they definitely sort of, they're always there. But, um, yeah, I think for me, a main thing as well is, um, just the friendships you make all over the world. Like, I know I can call at anyone at any point, um, wherever I know people and be like, Hey, I'm coming to your town. And I know straight away they'd be like, do you need anywhere to stay? So mm, mm. it's just like, I think that's just, I feel like the hockey community is great for that. Um, we just kind of become one big family. And I just, yeah, I'm very appreciative of who I've met. And, got to know over the years and, um, yeah, I think that's just, yeah, some nice core cool memories. But amazing. What yeah. an answer.
0: And what's the, so what's the the second part about, you know, the next achievement? What are you looking to aspire to achieve in whether it's this year or the next few years?
2: Yeah. So, um, well, obviously, like, I'm t- t- treating this year basically is my last year, so, um, of playing. And that's um, it's purely for um, like, just taking care of my body. Like I'm starting to see some signs that I'm like, oh, in 10 years time, that's probably going to affect me a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so I'm just sort of being mindful that I don't push myself further than I need to just because. Um, so and you know, my passion is more towards coaching now. And um, yeah, like it's sort of that's where I want to steer and, you know, John's taken me under his wing um, to be able to, like to have me a part of um, the coaching staff, which I'm super grateful for because I don't think without him and him believing in me um, and trusting me and stuff, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't get that opportunity. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's sort of, it was always a goal from when I started coaching at 21 that I was one day, and I've I said it to Leanne over times as well, I said one day I'm going to be up on that bench, and she's <laughs> just like, I reckon you will too, so um, yeah, it was always one of those goals, and obviously last year he took me on board, but it was, it was only the McCormack Cup, it wasn't a, an official season, so um, yeah, hoping to get some opportunities to, to jump up on the, on the bench there around my busy schedule um but ideally once i'm not um playing i would like to have more of a full-time role there with john um and then yeah just sort of i guess future future um potentially an opportunity um it may be you know trying it is trying a season somewhere overseas um i've always think think about those things and um yeah just sort of yeah just little opportunities that can come along and can happen and stuff but obviously it's um you Know you've got a way in your life as well, so it's um, and what you have already you know set up in your work, your home, your life, and yeah, now, Mel, so it's sort we've of, we've
1: yeah. uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the AIHL coaching, and obviously, you're just a legend of the game. I don't want to make it too much about gender. Uh, I'm one of those people when it comes to hockey, I don't see gender, like, I look at Matt Lindsay. And I, I just see a hockey player. It
2: could be a boy or he a girl. It could be anything, right?
1: So <laughs> yep. when it comes, that's
2: good though. That's how the mindset <laughs>
1: should be. When it comes to the AIHL, how have you found the response from the players? Obviously, you're super knowledgeable. You've been in some big games at the high level, but how have you found the feedback of the players? And how have you found those interactions? Because uh, it's um, likely something new to them, um, having someone from the women's game come across. Uh, how's it all been yep. for you? The experience.
2: So, it's actually been amazing. Um, they're a good group of guys, and I think, um, last year, you know, sort of Bert had them going, you know, let's show respect, let's do this, and he, you know, when he showed me respect, everyone all sort of threw that, like, you know, being friends with a lot of the team, um, I think also helps, um, because, you know, it's just sort of, why would we, why would we bag out our mate as well? Um, but, you know, I have people come and ask me questions. I have people message me that they can't make training and stuff like that, which makes me feel really included in the team, that it's not just going to John or Gary. Um, they're actually reaching out to me. Um, and even on the bench, we've had um, scenarios where I've, you know, I've told someone, like, someone was shooting, um, for instance, and they kept on the same shot and the goalie was reading it. And I, I said to them, I said, you knows what you're going to do, He knows what you're going to do, change your shot, go low. And um, this was in a Bears game last year. And um, anyways, the game kind of went on. There was no other opportunity there. But then uh went to a shootout and I actually picked that person first to go. And they went and they shot how I told them was low. And it went in and he skated past the bench smiling with his hand up looking at me saying, you were right, you were right. And it's just like from there, I just like, it made me feel really nice. Because it was like, he listened, he trusted it, he did it. And he, yeah. He was successful, and um, then also he praised me about it as well. So, um, yeah, it's just, I don't feel any kind of exclusion out there at all. I'm nervous every single time I go out there, though. Like, I know these players, I know what they're capable of, and I, you know, I don't feel not confident to speak to them. I'm still nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm still nervous, but it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. So, I, I guess I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to um, look silly or anything like that. But, you know, I think over time I'm proving myself, and, um, yeah, gaining the respect. And, you know, after training, they come up. Thanks, Mel. Like, and, you know, I I just feel like I'm an equal out there. And like you said, um, no, no gender there. I'm just a coach.
1: That's fantastic. And it's great to see that they've embraced you because there's a lot they can learn from you. And it's great to see that uh, you're just putting so much energy and effort into it. And uh, we just love watching the journey and can't wait to see where it goes. And Mel, we, uh, we thank you for your time. I know it's a big episode 50 for us, so you're one of the big names we've got to uh, be on the banana phone, so we thank you.
2: Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for the call, and thanks so much for the um, support as well. It's really nice to, to hear
0: that. Oh, definitely, Mel. As we said, we respect you highly. Um, you know, just listening to you, you talk today, I think it's something that we could probably elaborate on in the future for another episode to, to slot in here, but um. Yeah, thank you so much for answering the phone call today. And, um, no problem. Yeah, we will uh, chat we'll to you. We'll see right you out on the tennis court. Oh, of <laughs> course.
1: That's, right. that's yeah. right. Sharpen up the game. <laughs> don't forget that. Uh, put some air in the balls, so to speak. No, you don't do that, do you? Oh, get I don't think fresh so. Ones. Yeah, we want to get yeah. some fresh balls. Yeah. And, mate, we cannot wait to take you on. <laughs> Are you
2: playing it's, with basketball? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you're going to
0: get our own game. I guarantee that.
2: Yeah, no problem. So, are we getting
0: a crowd? Like, do we rent a crowd or? Oh, mate, this, uh, uh, I might have to send you a photo of this tennis deep. court because we got to <laughs> look, it's
1: a, it's a traditional game. We've got to abide by the Hillcrest tennis court rules. Yeah. So, exactly. um, we may have to be in, in the whites. We'll just have to see.
2: Beautiful. All right. Looking forward to it. Let me know the dates and uh, we'll see you out there. Will Thanks, do. Mel. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Mel. Bye. Okay. Bye.
1: bye. Mate, and that was uh, the legendary Amelia Matheson. We mm. thank her and. And mate, you're right. That could be a, a whole potty yeah. episode because uh, lots we could lot we could unpack there with her. But uh, look, I know from some of the younger players, even in our NIHL league, um, you know, I'll give you one example of Esri D Speedy. Yep, uh, really got into the game um, because of Mel. Because of Mel. So yep. she's an idol for many, both uh, boys and girls, men and women. Yep, uh, and we just love her being a part of our community, mate.
0: Absolutely, Davey. All right, let's uh, put you in the corner. Listen to what sort of sequence of events we have this week leading up well, to before the that, infamous mate, can goal. I, can oh, I, you've got this yeah, new oh, segment. Yeah. I well, forgot. It's a one-off. It's it is one-off. on the run sheet. I'm sorry.
1: So, I'm um, just going to go here now. When I was listening to, uh, you know, I was doing some research, so to speak, listening to some other podcasts. Beg, buy, borrow, steal is what they say. Mm. Um, and one thing that I came across was two blokes talking about
0: i not sure what that means. That's an ick.
1: Okay. So what an ick is, is, uh, you know, say you're, I'll give you an example. Say you're dating someone and you are, uh, your head over heels for them. Mm. Everything is roses. And all of a sudden they do one thing that is just ick and all it ruins on. it. You just can't continue.
0: Chewing a pack of chips with the mouth open,
1: the crunch. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. I I'll give, one of my ex-partners really. You know, when you go to turn the page on something, you have to lick your finger
0: mm, to grip I the know page. Of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't do it. I think you do.
1: They just, uh, they just couldn't stand that. Right. And uh,
0: that ended the uh, the relationship. No, it was just
1: it was definitely an so uh, that's an ick. Okay. You know? uh,
0: so it's right? essentially something that annoys. You or whatever about the other person. Yes. It's
1: something they do. Some, if, as soon as someone does this thing, it's it's over. Okay. Okay. Now is this
0: word is this just showing that we've now hit the, the generation that don't doesn't understand the new lingo? Like is this a young person's phrase?
1: Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is something that Ruben is gonna be soon saying. His first curf- fizz- f- <laughs> Okay. His first word could be I
0: really hope not. But anyway.
1: Let's hear it, mate. What have you done? So, I've got some, what I've done is I've got some hockey icks.
0: Okay. Okay? Yeah,
1: sure. So, I'm going to share them with you. And now, these aren't just mine, Matty. Right. I've canvassed parts of the community. Okay. Okay. So, look, there might be some things in here that people might find offensive. They might think, well, hold on, I do that. Yep. And now you're saying it's a ick. Got to cut it out. All right. First one. If they used a wheeled hockey bag, but they are aged between 14 and 50. That's
0: an ick. Agreed. You, oh, you, I can't stand between, those wheel if bags. If you're under
1: 14, sure. Gear's heavy. Yep. If you're over 14, if, you, if you're if you not carrying your bag in.
0: Ick. Do you know what I can't stand? No, I think our captain has one. Oh, the tower but bag. The, yeah, the tower bag. I mean, practical. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wheel bag that sits upright. That you you can pack it so all your gear yeah. it's a stall it's like, on wheels yeah it's like an Iron Man looking thing it's yeah can't stand it so you know sorry
1: uh, Gav the next one here and again these aren't personal but maybe maybe you're seeing someone they've just played a great game of hockey you're just like oh my, my, my partner here doing it all then mm. they take off their helmet and underneath they're wearing a skull cap
0: that's a neck a bandana thing
1: or a bandana.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Now,
1: and I get it, again, practical, comfortable.
0: Why? The, Is it?
1: Well, I've heard people go to them and said, game changer.
0: I've only done it when I was a kid when we used to rent helmets just to you know, prevent the uh, the nits, you know? Which you know. probably did
1: nothing, but yeah. <laughs> so that's another one. The old skull cap under the helmet. Yep. Um, another one. They rock up to the rink for a game or practice. Half-dressed in their equipment.
0: <laughs> you can only now be Get out of that. the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. with half <laughs> the
1: equipment. Sometimes the whole equipment on.
0: I used to be one of those kids. Uh, <laughs> granted, I was like 13 for a private lesson at 5 in the morning. I would get dressed at home in at, front um, of the heater instead of waiting to get to the rink.
1: Look, I also, as a kid, mum, mama bear. Yep. Had, was raced home from work. And I got to the rink as everyone's getting on the ice. Mm. So I'll would get, just put my skates on at the rink.
0: Maybe I should have done that last night because I turned up to practice just yeah, in time we were, for it to we start. Were, we were both the last two out last night. so Yeah. Not, that could
1: be
3: it.
0: You can't be doing that as an adult.
1: Uh, another one, mate. And we see it a lot in our newer players. When they're out there and they're adamant, They're when they're offside, but they're still calling for the pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give it. Oh, and then don't the whistle we goes and they're like, what's like going that? on? Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately...
0: That's a it. Do you know what I love? The ones that purposely go offside because their teammate didn't, didn't give up. pass them? it. Yeah. I see that sometimes. Yep. It's like... Just to stick it to them.
1: Oh, and that's that's the worst way you can stick it to someone. Yep. Didn't give it to me? Well, he, he ain't getting it. Because <laughs> whistle, offside. Oh, uh, and this Now, this one, mate, we see a lot and uh, I get it. But it's, it's not snooker. When they carry their spare sticks... In a stick bag,
2: that's a neck.
0: Don't see it that often anymore, though. No, you they, do see a few.
1: Actually, there's one. There's one of on my summer space launch.
0: What team. Was there? Okay, yeah. they, they were everywhere. They were like all the rage for a couple of oh, years. Especially from in you 20, have to have a stick bag.
1: Yeah, yep. But uh, again, everything could be going swimmingly, and then that person just goes to goes to leave and slides their stick. Like it's not snooker. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Any more there, mate? Yeah,
1: mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> this one, I think we we're not going to name and shame, but we we both you will know who I'm talking about here. Okay. When their hockey socks fall down, usually one of no, them I mid know, shift, yeah. <laughs> and they keep playing. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. You <laughs> you've got to have the skin showing. Yeah, you've got to have the velcro on the pants or a garter belt or tape.
1: And it's 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 NHL. If your sock comes down, unless you're the absolute last man back stopping a breakaway, or you're on a breakaway come to the bench because... That's an it. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, and mate, this is the last one I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we don't mean any offence, but again, we canvassed people. And actually, uh, young Bella here at the rink gave me a hand in just uh, gathering right. this info. Okay. When they're in, So when they wear their favourite NHL team's jersey... But it has their name and number
0: on the back. That's <laughs> an it? Oh, I don't know about that one. That's just someone being a fan of the game. I reckon it's you see that fairly often. I don't mind that one. You do,
1: you do, mate. And again, and you'd this see it is, way more
0: overseas. This
1: is nothing personal. But, yeah, uh, some have said that that is
0: Okay, there you go.
1: So, mate, that's all I have. But uh, we're probably like... going
0: to lose a couple of listeners now after that segment, mate, because but they're going to go, fun. oh, I do an imp. I do those things. That's Look, it's all fun, mate. Shame.
1: And what we'd love to hear is people jumping on the, uh, the NHL Insta or sending us an email.
0: With the ick wagon.
1: With, uh, if you know anything more uh, of something that, you know.
0: That's an ick. Mm.
1: Let us know. We'll share it.
0: Fair enough, mate. All right, well, let's uh, get into your corner now. Listen to the sequence. What happens?
1: Uh, well, it's a bit like this at practice, actually, where Hamo, we're doing a breakout drill. Hamo found on the pass. Mm. Uh, you've picked it up. You've put it way ahead of me. But fortunately, I've um, I've skated onto it, uh, right. Benny Armstrong, and just tucked it inside the post low blocker.
0: Thanks for coming, Benny. Maybe you'll get it next time. That's right. Love it. All right, mate. The only thing I wanted to chat about for episode mm. fifty, I thought it was suitable to bring in some feedback from a listener. This guy's been a listener from day one. Oh, I believe. Yeah. That's actually not true because even in the email he admits that he hasn't been but he's gone back. So that's a
1: lie, okay, yeah. So he's he's gone gone back. He's archived.
0: Yes, he has.
1: He's combed the archives.
0: Anyway, I read to you now. Hey guys. Love the podcast as always. That's good. Thank you. Sorry, don't even mention this is uh, Woolly, Glenn Reynolds. Woolly, the Woolly. Legend. Yeah, Yeah, we've had him as a mystery player. Number Number 42, 42. exactly. So anyway, love the podcast as always. good. I listen to you guys every week. Yes.
1: He's one of the 8,000,
0: Maddie. I oh, know. How good. I only started listening to the flyby. I should have read this part. Before. Anyway. I only started listening to the flyby at about episode five. Ooh. So just for fun, I listened to episode one the other day. Funsies. I noted with great interest that you said that the flyby was going to be a quick 10-minute podcast oh, as a brief wrap-up of the week of ice hockey.
1: But that's where you want to be, Maddie. Under promising... Over delivering.
0: There you go. Perfect example. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm Get back to that. I, you know, that's been referenced so many times in the community here when people come and talk to me about the flyby, They say, oh, "I remember when you said it was going to be ten minutes, and the first episode was nineteen minutes." So yeah. I don't know We've, why I didn't edit that out in the initial stages, but anyway, that was the original we, we used plan. To share a microphone back then. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's even got here. Well, that podcast was nineteen minutes long, and they all just got longer from there. But is this they, a? Good, is this? No, no, no. no, no. They are worth every minute, oh, exclamation mark. <laughs> Sigh of relief. You have come a long way since then with your content and skill levels at podcasting.
1: Is that a positive or a negative? Is that positive or I don't
0: know. I think it's a huge positive, mate. Or is it I just really got... that bad? Well, yeah. Prob- yeah. Bit of True. Both. I'm taking True. it as a positive, though. I
1: like that. Thanks, Woolly.
0: Question time is my favorite segment.
1: That's my segment.
0: It is your segment, Dave's Question Corner. So... And now we've put his feedback in the question corner. He's going to be it's double, double whammy. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to listen to episodes two to four now. Anyway, well done to both of you for reaching the great milestone of 50 episodes. After all of these episodes, your podcast is still as interesting as ever. People are going to think we're just full of ourselves reading this thing, but I swear this is a legitimate email we've received and I yeah. haven't written it. And like a good red wine, just gets better all the oh, time. He- Bring on the next 50 episodes. Willy, we can't thank you enough, mate. This feedback is the only feedback we like to receive. And it's Even though like we say received. we like constructive, this Love one's it. a good one. Anyway, it finishes with a quick note of interest to you. When I go for a run, typically along the Crowder's Bay foreshore, I will often have an earworm in my head to pass the time, which is the podcast. Thank, thank you. Or, yeah, I just have to clarify. He doesn't have he an actual earworm yeah. in his ear. <laughs> More often than not, it's the flyby intro or outro. So a question for you, sorry, David. Sorry, mate. Yep. Where did those tunes come from? Yep. As they are very catchy. Can't yes. wait for the winter solstice season, season to start. Until next time, Glenn, the woolly man, Reynolds.
1: Number 42. Well, thank you, Glenn. Mate, mm. really makes a guy or guys feel good. Uh, and, mate, this show is for people exactly like you. Now, that's
0: right. We'll have you woolly any day. That's That's right.
1: Maddie will have you. So, where did the tunes come from? Mm. Um, I'd love to answer that, but Maddie was the soundbite guy. We played around with a few of them. We did. Now, and we also have come very close and probably will at some stage to changing the intro. Mm. Um, obviously, we knew we were going to get big listens. Yep. That's a lie. We didn't know how this would happen, but we were cautious to use something that wasn't going to get pulled down for copyright infringement. Correct. And us not paying anything for it. So it was a free tune. Yep. um, But we've since heard the same tune. I think we spoke about this one week. Used on a used car sales (laughs) ad after midnight. Yes, our
0: mate Hamo uh, decided to send us a screenshot of that exact thing. Recording, yeah. Yeah, which is a bit deflating. Only three episodes into using that intro music. But that's exactly right, mate. It's catchy. uh, with With the software that we use to upload our episodes... Um, it does get scanned, gets flagged if you do use any sort of copyrighted content um, that's over a certain length. So, you know, we've used the voice thing that flopped, but because they're all short things, they don't get picked up. But yep. if we were to use an intro or outro of a song, for example, um, the podcast would get taken down automatically unless we decided to pay royalties, which, you know, us being the, the stingy people we are, didn't want to do that. It's exactly. nice and short. Yep, there nice you go. And short. Exactly. <laughs> So what we did is we did a little Google, said, what can we get as a podcast intro for free? Free. And about 60-odd little tunes came up. We ciphered through them, mate, found these rock and roll ones that we thought were very catchy. You know, they brought a smile to our face, and the NHL flyby intro and outro were born.
1: That's right, mate. And, um, you know, we, might, we may change them up. Actually, we pretty – Yeah, Manny, we've got to talk about – if this is the right time, cut me off if it's not, but we've got to talk about Sponsorship. Because we've actually been talking to some people that are like, all right, in all seriousness, fellas, you, you guys are amateur hour. What are you charging for a sponsorship? And we yep. said, mate, it starts as little as a 100 bucks, which is nothing. It's not even a tank of fuel these days. Yep. And uh, they said, well, what do we get for that? Can you put together a package? And we said, no. <laughs> That's a lot of work and we don't have time.
0: We will shout out your name left, right and centre.
1: We will give you a segment. We'll yep. give you a plug. We'll just constantly be reminding people to check out your product. And when someone does use mm. or check out your product, just like Pride Tape, mate, we'll be giving them a shout-out. Exactly. If they want it, if you want it. So there's lots we can do with it, mate. And um, you know, maybe when we get that, that might be ch- time to change up the intro. But by the sounds of it, with Wooly's feedback, maybe we don't need to change the intro-outro. Maybe we just have to have some other jingles along the way.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've done 50 now, which so it's probably ingrained – in a bit of a routine for people listening to that music. I know it is for me because I have to listen to it three times before it gets published every week. Yeah. Um, You know what? I forget sometimes that uh,
1: obviously we don't, I hope everyone knows we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mm. But I know uh, I was talking to, I have been talking to some people that I have to say, like, oh, you know, what are you up to tomorrow? And I say, oh, just just in the office, got to do the podcast and some other work. Like, oh, you do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I have to remind them that oh yeah, yeah, but it's not like a podcast. <laughs> it's the NHL flyby. Which uh, and I think they think that I'm a bit of a tool. Mm, which like, they might not be wrong.
0: Yeah. I would I would agree with it sometimes, but mate, most of the time you're a great bloke. We have fun. We enjoy our time together. We enjoy doing the podcast. Um, you know, we got the AHL season coming up. We may dive into that a little bit. We As we've mentioned before, it has been asked of us before. Obviously, as Wooly mentioned, mate, our talents are just getting better and better. So, who knows? Sky's yeah. the limit for our jump on lovely board voices. With us, people,
1: jump on board. Get get involved in the pod. Get your name on the pod. That's right. Because uh, big things are to come. And like you said, Matty, we've got episode fifty-two coming up, which is going to be another big one. Yep. We have some people, and we won't name the big dog that we want to interview, but uh, even just like Mel, we've got some people in the community we want to do some deeper dives into. Mm. So we're setting up a bit of a bit of a studio setup. We we hope to in here. So, we can just bring people in, a bit of a sit down, maybe have a beverage or two. Yep. Um, now that you're back on the wagon, away gone. And, um, you know, just share stories because this community, I tell you what, is made up of just some fascinating, fascinating people. Yep. And uh, the more we can share those stories and highlight those people, the better because sometimes you just don't know who's sitting next to you.
0: That's right. Speaking of sponsorship, we need to get more microphones, mate. Yeah. We started this show with one. One. Which, uh, taking us back, was very difficult to do. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to the first few episodes, but it was up until episode 20-ish that we could afford to get a second microphone.
1: And we'd have to jam together and, and the seats would jam, the wheels would get tangled up, you'd push me into the wall because you yep. always try to take over the mic.
0: You had your coffee breath because you didn't believe oh, in gum. Yeah, um, that's right. But uh, yeah, we need to get another microphone for this uh, interview that we're hopefully preparing in the next two weeks here. All expenses, mate. Exactly. So anyway... That's my run Chief for episode 50, mate. So thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you, mate. The pleasure was mine. Uh, thanks to Amelia again for jumping on the, uh, the banana phone. And we hope to see everyone around the rink. We're only a couple of weeks away from, uh, the from the winter solstice. And also actually next weekend, we'll be pumping up big time next week, we have a home game, Maddie, for Senior Ones on the Sunday. Oh, I just, just uh, manager, James Schaff just sent that through. So we'll tell everyone about that next week, but uh, hockey is almost here. So get the, um, get the blades sharpened, get the sticks taped, uh, get the flyby in your ear and uh, get down to the rink, mate, because it's going to be a massive winter solstice of ice hockey and friendship.
0: Absolutely, mate. Hockey and Friendship is what we are all about. Thank you so much to all of the listens over the last 50 episodes, guys. We hope you have enjoyed every second of it. Go back, listen to the start. Why not give us some more uh, uh, votes so we can maybe eventually get some sponsorship?
1: That'll do it.